0: Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Okay, so who is this new celebrity that catfished me? If you don't know this story, please go back and start episode number three. We'll come back and we'll finish this later on in the show today. Welcome. Happy Thursday. If you're listening to this one, we record it. We start every show with a call over to my mom. Hello. Hi.
1: Hi.
0: Hey, I um, I have some homework for you
1: to do. Oh, great! That's been a while.
0: <laughs> I I think I want to start a segment called Moms Movie Reviews, and there is a, a, a docu series on Netflix called Tiger King. Have you started watching that yet?
1: No, I haven't even heard of it.
0: Okay. Can you, can you just, just watch, just try to watch at least one or two episodes of it? Cause I really want to get your review on, uh, on the upcoming shows, maybe on Monday, maybe we'll do mom's Monday movie review of tiger King. Um, I'll, for those that haven't watched it before, just really quick, or you haven't gotten to it yet. Cause I know it's like going all around social media. It's basically about these people that own like these tiger, like go and you know, ex- tiger experiences throughout the country. There's a couple in Florida, one's in, um, uh, Oklahoma. Um, but they're they're the weirdest people. And I'm only on episode number three and I murder is involved and it's really good. And I wanna I really want to get your take on it. So mom's movie review of Tiger King will come up on Monday. Will that work? Perfect. I had a conversation with my mom. Uh, today is a struggle for me. I'm struggling, I think, for like two different reasons. Number one is because I was overwhelmed, by the way, with how many of you guys supported episodes one, two, and three yesterday. Right? That was great. Um, but now uh, it's – honestly kind of hard to relive the firing over and over and over again like it's just i feel like i do better with it and then i talk about and i get frustrated especially like all the conspiracy theories could this have happened could this have been and it's just it's a hard thing to go through over and over and over again plus i'm just i'm inside i'm just inside (laughs) how are you how are you holding up with all of this are you because there's parts of me that like being alone and i'm fine with it but then there's just i just feel like i never wake up throughout the day
1: well you know this is a strange time for all of us and i'm sure a lot of people are getting cabin fever at this point thank god it's spring and that on most days we can go outside even if as i did today we wear a mask because of the pollen not because of corona it's a good time to be alone too you know i mean we get to know ourselves when we're alone right
0: I feel like I know every ounce of my body now. <laughs> like, between getting divorced and, uh, you know, uh, now literally I can't see any human beings at all. I, I don't think there's anything about me I don't know. I've had okay. every conversation with myself that is possibly able to be had
1: <laughs> alone. So you don't want to know anymore. I don't think so. I think I'm Enough good. Enough already. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. And you know what this, this proves is how much we need each other. Lord, we really do. We need to interact with each other and we need to see people and we need to look them in the eye and we need to give them hugs and we need to share the love. I mean, it's yeah. hard.
0: A question that I got, actually a couple people messaged me yesterday because your name is, is pretty funny. It's Nancy Yancy. Um, and that, was kind of by choice. <laughs> like, you, got, <laughs> you got the chance to, to marry whoever you wanted, uh, and, and you chose my dad. Did you, do you remember the day that you met him and you were like, oh, this is not going to be good if we get married? Like, remember that, like, that kicking in, thinking like, oh, shit, that rhymes?
1: <laughs> well, when we first met, I was like, no, there's no way I'll ma- I will ever marry this guy because my name would be Nancy Yancey. That's crazy. Right. Right. Um, But then when we decided to get married a year later, I really didn't think much about it. I was so excited to be married. Yeah. How exciting is that? And he's so so nice and I love him so much. And we're going to build a life together and we're going to have kids and, you know, we'll have the picket fence and, you know, everything will be so wonderful. And so really, it didn't matter to me. It really didn't matter. And there have been a lot of jokes about it. I mean, every time I call someone for the first time to make an appointment and I give my name, they say, okay. And I say, my name is Nancy Yancey. And they go, okay, what is your last name? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so I have to spell it out and say, yes, it rhymes. And then they go, oh my God, that's so cute. Did you ever think about that? No. Yeah. No. Of course are you, I didn't.
0: Are you so sick of that question? That's got to be so. Like anybody, if you've got one of those names, actually, this could be a funny topic to call in on. If you've got a name that people have to comment on, call the show because I want to hear like what's that name that people are just like they have to repeat it back because it either sounds funny or there's some type. Maybe you're like after a character and they're always have to like maybe sing a song. I don't know. uh Eight eight, eight Kramer, eight, 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 eight Kramer eight. Cause I feel like you guys are a special breed of humans and only you can <laughs> relate to that. You know, that absolutely issue. you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love it when I hear people with, with rhyming names. I mean, it's just, it's funny.
0: Well, I'm going to get into dating in a little bit on the podcast. A lot of people have been asking about my dating life and what's going on with that. So we'll chat a little bit about that. You guys have been married for 48, 49 years. 48 years. That's crazy. So for our feel-good momism to start the show today, uh, what what does it take to keep a marriage going for 48 years?
1: <laughs> well, I have to start out by saying I'm not sure anyone gets married for the right reason. Yeah. I don't know what the right reason would be. You know, we all get married for different reasons. I mean, I was, I was 19. My mother had died when I was 17, and I, I loved Jim, and I thought he was great. My dad thought he was great, but I really needed a, a graceful way to leave home, too, um, right. without feeling like I was abandoning my dad and my brother. Um, and I'm not sure why he married me. You would have to ask him for that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... You know, we've been married a long time, and we've gone through some some trials. I mean, you when you grow up together, you sometimes grow in different directions, and right. and that did happen to us. And we went to therapy for three years, three years uh, to learn to. In the beginning, it was to learn how to be. Good divorced parents because we really thought that's where we were headed. Right. But then as we got into it, we discovered that we really needed to know ourselves. What do we bring to the relationship? Who are we? Not who are they? Not pointing at your finger at the other, but pointing at yourself and saying, What do I bring to this relationship? And who am I really? And what is it I really need and want? in a relationship. So we spent 3 years exploring that and honestly it was a mortgage on our life because the result of that was learning to accept the other for who they are.
0: Yeah. And, and that's hard.
1: Lo- it's so hard, but I tell you if you if love is there, love heals. Love heals. When we were separated, and we separated for about six months, and we were um, we were getting together once a month to go on a date, and uh, one of those date nights, the phone rang, and I picked it up right as I was walking out the door to to go meet him, and a dear friend of his was on the phone, and he said, "I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but I just need to let you know." That Jim Yancey loves you more than anyone I've ever known. And that opened my heart so much to how much he really did love me. And I never saw him the same way again. Um, So, you know, love heals. Love heals. Well,
0: we've both been through a separation. Why do you think it was that your separation and my separation ended up quite differently?
1: I think go I ahead. know exactly why.
0: <laughs> because, okay, so a really quick backstory. I, got, I had a friend that pointed out today that, like, I a lot of you guys are coming to this podcast and you're brand new. You don't really know. So I uh, I a, got divorced, like, two years ago. Um, or she, I guess, left two years ago. And we'll get more into the story as we go, because a lot of you guys do know the story. Um, but I we were separated for probably three months until I finally was like, okay, this isn't going anywhere good. I, I just couldn't make any kind of progress with her. Uh, and so... That was that. Um, but, you know, when you guys separated and it kind of brought you back together. I feel like when we separated, it wasn't much, it didn't really do anything.
1: It's called therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were in therapy for three years. We went to couples therapy and we went to individual therapy and that's the difference. You have yeah. to work at a relationship and anyone who's been in therapy and I think we all should be, (laughs) um, really knows it's hard. It is really hard stuff. And I know you've done your work there and I'm so proud of you for that, but you, you've realized who you really are and what you really need and why and why you really need those things.
0: Well, it's funny you say when you say like why who knows why we got married. I think I realized through the whole separation and and divorce process that I got I got married for validation. Like Shannon was my ex-wife was like my validation of everything that I always wanted to have, which is like this hot like if if people could see me with this hot, you know, fun wife well then, like I've made it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how how great will I look if I just have this and that? It makes me feel like I've, you know, uh, I've achieved everything that I always wanted to be in high school or whatever. Sorry, I think we got sidetracked a little bit on what, like what the number one thing the takeaway was <laughs> oh, on oh. staying married so long. I feel like we just kind of went down a path on that. What would you say? Seriously, there's one thing to take away of like this. This could change. Maybe there's people that are listening right now that are going through a separation or a divorce and like like this one thing could turn their relationship around or even going through a hard time. What is that one thing you think?
1: Yes. It's knowing who you are and accepting them for who they are. And that takes work.
0: There it is. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. Thank you for being on our, our show. So many people so many people love it, and they love you, and they love your advice. So um, we'll we'll just keep on keeping on.
1: Yeah, your audience is great, and um, I appreciate them. And we all struggle with the same problems because we're humans. That's true. There it is.
0: All right. Love you.
1: I love you forever.
0: My dad actually called the 800 number because he – I don't know if he wants to be on or if he feels left out. I don't know how my whole family feels about me – putting on a podcast with my mom. But the, one of the first messages I got today was from my dad. And the best part of this call is at the very end because it just, it's so dad. It's so dad-like. I don't think he knew he was supposed to hang on the phone or maybe he thought he hung up the phone. And here, listen.
2: Kramer, this is your Black Knight daddy. Uh, I, your your uh, your podcast was great, but I'm calling in complaining already. Uh, y'all mentioned me twice. Once your mother mentioned me, and then you mentioned me. And in both cases, I was a black knight. So hey, how about giving me some positive uh, press too? Would you? Have a good one. Can't wait till the next one. Bye. Oh, here you.
0: I'm thinking about giving him a chance to do like a coronavirus update because he does love it. He loves the news. My dad basically sits there and watch watches CNN all day, and so he's all caught up in all this. And I feel like it'd be kind of funny if he could give us, a, you know, uh, when when news stuff happens, have him come on and explain it because I think it'd be I think it'd be funny. Okay, was I catfished by a celebrity? Let's finish the story up today. So I told you yesterday, go back to episode number three, if you haven't heard the story yet. I literally think that there's a celebrity, now celebrity, wasn't a celebrity then, that kind of used me and other media people to get attention in the first place. And I told you that I got an email from this, uh, this young lady who was very attractive. I started going back and forth, or more for the radio, because I wanted to see, like, was it going to be real, was it not? And the way it stopped was I told her that I went on Instagram and actually DM'd the account the picture came from, and nobody ever wrote back. And then all of a sudden, I mysteriously got blocked on an email address or got deleted or whatever. So um, here is where the story picks up is that the girl finally DM's back that owns that picture, that is that picture, and says, Hey, no, it wasn't me. So, of course, in my radio brain, I'm like, let's get her on the show. This is a clip from the Uncensored Podcast. Um, and I'm going to play this for you so you can uh, – this is a, a podcast I used to do with my radio show. And I I want to take you back though so you can remember exactly how this conversation went before I tell you who this freaking is. We see this email and we're kind of like weirded out by it because I was like – well in and, and you're not you're not ugly. I should mention no, that. No, to
3: say Thank she's you. he thinks you're way too hot for him. Right. So there's no way a girl <laughs> as hot as you could be reaching out to him well, pretty much. Which we Aww. kind of all we all agree like, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that
0: was so sweet. Uh so I knew it was weird, so I'm like, no hot girl is going to drop into my Gmail and send oh me Oh my gosh. And send me this so what we we decided to do is we actually looked up your name, actually drop the music out of this because we're gonna play this back on the air. Um, we decided to look you up by name and we found your Instagram account, right? So what I do is I'm like – I hit the person back on Gmail and I said, well – I, I just added you on Instagram. So why don't you message me over there? That person hits me back and says, Oh, I don't really check my Instagram that often. So don't. Oh, right. and, and let
3: me tell you, I was stalking you, like checking out your things. I'm like, she's posting, but she doesn't even seem like she lives here to me.
0: Right. Because yeah, you actually, I mean, yeah. we really went through your stuff. I mean, yeah, this is sorry. Like- <laughs> sorry. We were trying to
3: figure out if you were real or not well, or whatever. I had
0: hope that maybe a hot girl was hitting me up on Gmail because you did have a couple of pictures of you in San Diego. So are you, yeah. do you spend time over here?
2: No, so I do. I probably come out to San Diego like twice a year. But you don't so. live here,
3: and that's what I told you. I said she doesn't live here. There's no way because I went through all your stuff. I was like, Nah, she lives in somewhere
2: else. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. Should we go ahead <laughs> this and just has been clear it th- on for a
0: while? We should clear this up now. That's not you messaging me on Gmail.
3: Unfortunately, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> um,
0: Wait,
3: so so someone's just been using your identif- like your pictures, and messaging people? Or are you because you said it's been happening for a while? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I actually had someone reach out to me um, probably a year ago now, and he was a like reporter in LA, mm. and same thing to him. And then actually recently, now it just started up again um, like a couple months ago. Oh my God. So over the past couple of months, I've had <clears throat> probably like eight people or nine people reach out. <gasps> is it is all it flattering? Who are reporters and stuff. Wait, like some like people that like So, so I don't someone know. someone's
3: using your identity to hit up like reporters, media radio people. DJs, like media people yeah. and pretending yeah. that they're you. Uh-huh. That's not cool. What can we do to help like solve this problem? Like do you have any clue know. on who it is?
2: No, no idea. I've actually um I emailed the person and I was like, Listen, I am not joking. Like I will like Sue you destroy your life i, I will find
1: you yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> and, go like is liam
2: character. neeson on them and totally find them but no i can't i don't know who it is i I've, I've asked everyone to you know, email them and like let them know that you know that they know that right. it's not me um but i really don't know what i can do to reach out to catfish <laughs> yeah you should you, you should, should totally
0: hit up hit up max nah. i would even max oh, and yeah.
2: see about it, Nev Wood is the man. Like, he would,
0: yeah, do it. You, you would love this story completely. Okay, pay really close attention to the very last thing she said when we're talking about, you know, going on catfish, and all of a sudden she seems like really interested. I also want to point out the fact about how it's only media people that she's hitting up, right? Such as me, other TV people, radio people. After the podcast is over, I send her a link to the podcast. And she writes back with, we're just kind of BSing for a second. She goes, also, let your girl Gina know I appreciate her wanting to know all the details and helping me. Because, you know, Gina said, like, we should get you on Catfish, right? She seemed really into that. Okay. So that's the end. That's it. We put it on the air. That was the end of the saga. So I thought, (laughs) dramatic music, please, add it back in. Okay, so I'm sitting here, it's like a week or two after I get let go, and this season of The Bachelor comes on, okay? And I don't really think much about it, but when I see this one girl named Victoria... I'm like, that girl looks so familiar. I'm really good with faces. Terrible with names. If I've ever met you in public, I promise you I'll remember your face forever. I will never remember your name. Please don't come up to me and say, hey, what's my name? I'll never. I'm really, really bad at that. But a face I can never forget. And so I kept looking at her like, I feel like I know that girl. I'm not sure how I know her, but I look her up and she's from New Jersey maybe. And um, like, I, 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 there's no way that I know her. Um, but All she is on there is... Victoria F., and I'm just, whatever, no big deal. The season goes on, and I'm sitting here reading a recap of The Bachelor one day, because what else do you do when you're unemployed male? Of course, you read just updates on The Bachelor. All of a sudden, her full name is written out, Victoria Fuller. And I said, wait a minute, I know a Victoria Fuller. That's literally the girl that says... That she was being catfished using her picture. Now, for those that don't watch the season, for those that, that do watch the season, did watch this last season, of The Bachelor, you're probably starting to put the pieces together. This the Victoria on this season didn't have the most upstanding reputation. <laughs> like she was known for like breaking apart marriages, and she like dated country stars, and I, I wouldn't say that she's the most like subdued, laid back human being. And it hit me for a second, and I actually texted Gina this afterwards, I wonder if Victoria from The Bachelor this last season was trying to hit up media people like myself just to get more attention, like to get get a chance to get in the spotlight in some way, somehow. And then The Bachelor picks her up, that's her way in. What are the odds, seriously, what are the odds that the same girl ended up on The Bachelor would be the same girl that was caught in a catfish scandal with multiple media people, you know? Like, I've been doing this for a long time, and I've never experienced anything like this before. And the fact that that girl ends up on The Bachelor, it's a complete conspiracy theory at this point, but am I being crazy to think that Victoria from this season of The Bachelor was using me and other media people to try to get some type of publicity? You can decide for yourself. It's crazy, though, right? Right. What kind of coronavirus person are you? Are you the type that's like really completely taking this extra time to work on yourself? I got this one friend, and she already was like a workout person, but she's like working out three times a day now. It's literally morning, noon, and night. She's doing a workout. There's people like me, and you know, if you know anything about me, I was pretty religious at working out. I found a great routine at Nine Round, Point Loma, this kickboxing gym, which I highly recommend. And if you, they don't don't pay me, by the way, to say that. I literally just like fell in love with the workout. Uh, And I was going religiously until all of a sudden the coronavirus stuff hit. I've done one at-home workout. They also have an at-home workout for nine round that I I can do. And I've done it literally one time. One time. And what I'm terrified of right now is stepping on the scale. I cannot even imagine how much weight I have gained. I am an emotional eater. It's what I do. When I get uncomfortable, it's what I do. So I'm going to explain to you my diet for the past couple of weeks and we're going to like play a little game here our very first game on the podcast that you can actually i gotta find game show music while i'm here too let's play a game called how much weight has kramer gained yeah welcome to how much weight has kramer gained I'm, i'm not i'm not the workout guy i'm not the workout guy right now i'm not doing good with it i have eaten like absolute trash Over the past couple of weeks. Okay, let's go over my diet for the past two weeks. All right. Um, I have had at least five boxes of fake macaroni and cheese. Right? I say fake because I'm a vegan, so it's not really cheese, but who knows? Lord knows what it is. But I eat that so much. And I realize it's because I comfort eat. That's like exactly what I do. And that was my go to comfort food as a kid. So I'm just like, I'm just plowing into this stuff, man. I've ordered Chipotle maybe five or six times in the last two weeks because it's another thing I can eat that's vegan that's easy. I've had Thai food probably five or six times, and I've worked out once. OK, I can feel it like my whole body just feels like quarantine. Like if there's a poster child for quarantine, I feel like it's my body looks like right now. So let's play a little game. All right. You know, my diet for the past couple of weeks, how much weight do you think that I've gained over these past couple of weeks? Um, I can gain weight really fast. I'm going to assume I've gained maybe seven pounds. I was at like 180. We'll just call it 180. I think it was a 181, but it's not as fun. I was at 180. I bet I'm at least at 187. And what I want you to do too is I want to find out who listening has also just – maybe you'll be surprised. There are times like I step on a scale I feel like I'm going to be so fat and I'm not. And then call me. And you can be anonymous because I just want to know the weights that like we are – we're ranging with here because if my number comes back super high and yours is not like you're like i gained one pound i lost five pounds i'm like i gained 28 pounds it's gonna feel like crap but maybe if you call in you're like no wait i i've only gained you know i I gained seven pounds i'm like i gained 10 pounds and I'll, i'll feel better how much weight have you gained 888 kramer 8 888 kramer 8 and then we'll figure out my number when we come back next time too Speaking of the coronavirus, so there's some weird stories that I found today I wanted to share with you. Pornhub, which we don't know what Pornhub is. We're not gonna, you can just, don't don't even Google it. You, you can figure it out. Pornhub has donated 50,000 surgical masks to New York City emergency workers. They're actually making uh, their premium service for free for 30 days to encourage people to stay inside. I don't know if anybody actually pays there's a lot of free stuff out there. That's what I'm, I'm told. I don't know. Uh, apparently, gangs in Brazil are now enforcing a curfew in some areas. So I don't know. if They all came together and like, hey man, like we got to be chill. Like we can we can fight during the day, but we got to get home. We've got to quarantine later on at night. I don't know. Uh, there's a hotel in Switzerland that has launched a luxury quarantine package. You get things like coronavirus testing for $500 and around-the-clock nurse for $4,800 a day. There's a guy in Taiwan who skipped out on his quarantine to go clubbing. And they actually fined the dude $3,300. It makes me so mad right now. And that's where we're going to get into dating in a couple of seconds. I, I, I can't understand why everybody's still going around other people. And I think that everyone thinks that like everyone else is behaving, so they can just go be like the one, the one person, right? Like, like, well, if I just go hang out with my friend, I'm sure everyone else is like being cool. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna slide by and see if I can just like get by with having, you know, my friend come over for just a couple of I mean, a couple of hours. I don't think it'll be long until we start getting fined here in San Diego. I don't think it. I don't know that I. Oh, that seems a bit extreme. Just stay home, okay? West Elm is offering free virtual backgrounds for your uh, Zoom video chats. And McDonald's has posted a picture of the golden arches like split apart. Do you see that on social media yet? Uh, it's like the M has been split in two, so it's like social distancing. I don't know how to act right now when it comes to dating. I'm not sure what to do. And we, we're going to talk more about dating as this podcast progresses, Uh, when we left off on the air, in case you you are new to the podcast, I I go, you know, we talked about, I got divorced. I started dating about six months ago and I was what I am calling casually dating. And I guess that term was challenged to me because I would just date like multiple people, but nobody like that seriously. But I was very upfront with that. Okay. I was just getting out of a marriage and I didn't really want to, I wasn't ready. Honestly, like where that came from was I just wasn't ready to be hurt again. Like divorce is so hard and I just didn't really want to like think about it. I don't want anybody else to be able to hurt me again. So if you date multiple people and you do it just like, you know, casually, there's no way you can get hurt, right? But obviously you can imagine that when I lost my job, that all kind of fell apart. And a lot of that was from me. I just did and still do not feel great about myself for uh, multiple of different reasons. Number one, I realized how much I hold myself to that radio job. Like, I don't think that women can find me desirable if I don't have that radio job, which is something I'm working through right now. It's terrible. Because then I'm like, constantly just at the mercy of having a radio job. And if I don't have it, like, who am I? What do I do? Talk to a couple of different radio people about this. They got let go. Like, who are we? If we're not these radio personalities, if we don't have this job. Like, who are we at our core? And I don't think I realized until I got fired just how much I valued being Kramer, like how much that like made me have like self-worth. And I don't know, guys, like if you, you don't have to call in over this, but if you want to DM me, it's kind of a little bit more, more serious. And cause I hear like women and men hold this differently. Women um, don't care as much about their status as men do. Like men hold themselves to their status so hard. And I know that I did. And I still do like I, I, my value towards the opposite sex is based in my career, which is just not healthy. And it's something that I'm working through. So that's number one. But number two is if I get back into radio, which I hope I do, or this podcast becomes a wild success, is I don't know if I'm going to have to move. So it leaves like a weird spot of like, I'm not sure what my life is going to look like from day to day. So it was really hard for me to date. So I found this study today that I found interesting. It said, should you text your crush during the coronavirus. And I'm just going to read this. This is from the Elite Daily. Basically, it says that the coronavirus has killed real-life dates. And so the question is then, like, are you supposed to keep communicating if you can't even go on dates, if it's like early enough, right? So there is a, a University of Michigan study that found that social interaction and connection can improve your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And people who feel connected have stronger uh, immune systems and lower levels of depression and anxiety. So go ahead and like text your crush uh, and, and you know how, keep communication going. I, on the other hand, am not letting anybody into my home. There is one girl that I am talking to right now, and she wants to come over and hang out. And I say absolutely not. <laughs> like, and I feel weird about that because, you know, it's okay. It's just that one person and you like them. Am I bad for being like, no, I don't want you in my house right now. I don't want you to, I don't want you to come in my house right now. Like, ladies, would that make you feel weird if the guy that you're talking to during the coronavirus outbreak is like, I don't, I don't think this is good because she's been like going to work, going out, doing stuff. I've been at home. I'm good. Like, I know I'm good. I ain't seen the sunshine in days. I'm worried about you and you bringing that over to me. I'm afraid. and And, and she's been okay with it, but I just don't know how much longer that's going to be able to last, you know? Do I seem like a complete jerk because I won't hang out with the girl I'm dating during this whole coronavirus thing? I just don't, I can't, you ain't getting me sick. I'm not going down like that. And like, how are you handling that? Maybe you're dating. You know, I think it'd be interesting to hear from all of you from about, like, about all this. Like, are you still dating? If you were dating before, are you doing, you know, like online? Because a lot of people that I, that I see are doing like virtual dates and I don't, But let's say that like you've been dating for like a couple of months, six months, maybe don't live together yet, but maybe one person, I don't know, maybe you're married and one person still has to go to work all the time and the other person's like, well, I don't want you bringing that home to me and the kids or whatever. How are you handling it? I think everyone's situation is going to be different. Why don't you call on that too? 888-Kramer8, 888 kramer eight. I think this is how I'm going to start ending the shows is something called made me laugh. And it's just something that I probably saw online. that was dumb or stupid and just made me laugh for the day. Hopefully it makes you laugh too. You see this thing with John Mayer that's going around today. It actually started a couple of weeks ago when Gal Gadot from, you know, she was wonder woman, uh, ask her celebrity friends to sing John Lennon's Imagine. Well, apparently, and I don't know if this is real. Part of me thinks that John made this up because this is almost too far-fetched, but I literally laughed out loud over this. John Mayer swears he got the wrong instructions and instead sang Ariana Grande. Hey, everyone. John here with a
3: current mood mini. So this week, Gal Gadot and a bevy of other celebrities released a rendition of John Lennon's Imagine that went far and wide across the internet. I have to come clean about something. They actually asked me to be a part of this and I totally misunderstood the assignment and thought they wanted me to sing Imagine by Ariana Grande from her 2019 smash hit album, Sweetener. They were nice enough to send over a cut. Take a look.
1: Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try.
3: No hell below us. Me with no makeup, you in the bathtub, bubbles and bubbly, ooh. Imagine all the
2: people living for today, yeah. Imagine a world like that. Mm -hmm.
3: Imagine a world like that. Am I sorry? Not even close. But am I not sorry? Well, now that's a whole different question with a different answer. You're damn right I'm not sorry. By the way, everything Ariana sings about in this song sure sounds good right about now.
0: Okay, that's all I got for you today. I love you so much. I'm going to attempt to do one of these every day for at least a month and see how it goes. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. I don't know if you want one every day. That's why the phone number's there or the DMs are there. Call me, 888 kramer8 or dm me at that guy Kramer on instagram i love you have a great thursday see you tomorrow
2: hi this is eva i'm from chula vista and i just want to say that i just finished listening to the first um episode and i really loved it and yeah i've been a fan ever since you've been on channel 93 and i've you know i've always loved you and I've always been interested like like your Instagram is really cool like I just, everything about you is really cool so I'm looking forward to listening to the other um episodes okay bye hey Kramer this is Jeanette um, I'm calling from Vista California um I remember when you first got on to the uh show I was still living in San Diego and we moved to Oceanside and I was still listening to you guys um I remember your first show, I remember your last show, Um, I hope everything is going well with you, Uh, good luck with your podcast, and I hope, you know, the future brings you many great things. Uh, Again, good luck, and have a wonderful day. Bye.
1: Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.